Where do we place our hope? In our human experience, each of us has a great fear, and that is our mortality. It's the loss of our family and friends, maybe our parents, a spouse, our children, our brothers and sisters, our friends, and ultimately the loss of our own life. This fear runs through every human heart. During this month of November, we are remembering those that have passed away. And we remember them and we also pray for them. Praying for them is a way we can continue to love our family and friends. And we should have great hope, even in the face of mortality. And our theme of today is Jesus' resurrection. New life. Resurrection deflates this fear of mortality. We are no longer identified with death as Christians. But through our baptism, we actually participate not only in Jesus' death, but his resurrection. That's the great gift of our faith. That this life is not it. That death does not have the last say. And that should bring us a consolation. If we read the lives of the saints, they often talk about wanting to be martyrs, wanting to die for God. Not out of some morbid sense, but rather they were convicted that there is a resurrection of the dead. That's our theme today, this resurrection. So where do we place our hope? What do we anchor into? Is it Christ's resurrection? In that first reading of 2 Maccabees, the historical context is this. There's this king Antiochus IV, and he raids Israel, and he brings with him his Greek culture. So he desecrates the temple, he brings his Greek gods, he tells the Israelites to eat pork, which is against God's law. And we have this story where there's a mother and seven sons who are either forced to eat pork and break God's law, or they could suffer and die as martyrs. The reason why this is a brave and tragic story that has hope is because they choose to follow God's law rather than break it. They rather would choose death than to break God's law. And the reason why these seven sons could do this with the mother watching on and encouraging her sons is simply they were anchored in the resurrection. They had faith and certainty that God would raise them from the dead. The last few weeks we have heard of Jesus heading toward Jerusalem. In one area of scripture, it says that he set his face like flint toward Jerusalem. And what is he preparing for? Our Lord. He is preparing for his own death. He enters Jerusalem bravely with the certainty that he will rise on the third day. So he goes into the temple and he comes across some Sadducees. As we heard, they do not believe, this Jewish sect does not believe in the resurrection. 
during this period of time if someone's brother would marry a wife, a woman. If that husband died, then the following brother would marry the widow to provide for her. And so this group of Sadducees comes and questions Jesus. If someone's brother comes and marries this woman and he dies, the next brother will marry her. Well, what happens if there's seven brothers that die? If there's a resurrection, whose wife will she be? The third, the fifth, the sixth, or the seventh? These Sadducees are trying to make the resurrection seem absurd, that it's not actually real. And Jesus gives two answers. First, that our experience of marriage on earth will not be the same as in heaven. We'll be like angels, being with God in heaven, eternally joy-filled with him. But more importantly, the second reason Jesus gives is that the Lord is the God of the living, that he's the God of Isaac, of Jacob, and Abraham. And these three people are living. So Jesus is simply telling the Sadducees, there is a resurrection. And since Jesus is God, I'm taking his word for it. And he shows it to us with the resurrection on the third day, his own resurrection. So maybe a question for us just this week and this month in November could be this. The resurrection is not just some future event that we are waiting for. Jesus wants us to experience new life now. So how are you experiencing new life in Jesus each and every day? Are you experiencing it? Maybe it's having a good friend, uh, conversation with a friend. Maybe it's coming to Mass and receiving the resurrected Jesus in the Eucharist. Going to confession. Enjoying nature. Going deer hunting. Whatever it may be, how are you experiencing new life each and every day in Jesus? A movie that was, came from a novel that gives me new life every time I see it is Les Miserables. And the story, just briefly, is a story about Jean Valjean, who is living in the French Revolution, and he wants to provide for his family that is hungry, so he steals a loaf of bread, and he receives a prison sentence for 19 years because of this thiefdom. And after he's released, he stumbles across the doorway of a Catholic bishop who allows him to spend the night. And while the bishop is sleeping, Jean Valjean steals his silverware and flees. Well, the next morning, this thief is brought back to this bishop. And just as we were expecting that he'd be tossed back into jail, the bishop does something quite extraordinary. He tells Jean Valjean, you forgot something. And he gives him two candlesticks from the table. And this man leaves a free man. It's a moment of redemption. It's a moment of new life for Jean Valjean. And he would spend the rest of his life living a saintly life, serving the poor in his town and the prostitutes. At least at the end of the movie, it shows that he is dying, but he is filled with peace and joy. 
and standing next to him is the bishop. This bishop for us is Jesus Christ, who is offering us new and eternal life each and every day. Do we want this new life? Do we want this resurrection? Will we anchor ourselves into this resurrection? May we pray for that grace today.